Welcome to this week's episode of the What Is My Life podcast, where five black women discuss what the hell is going on inside and figure out what the fuck y'all are doing outside. Let's talk about, um, I want to hear Courtney lie. So tell me it's the last lie you told. Wait a minute. <laughs> what happened? We started? Yeah. Oh, What's the last lie I told was to myself this morning. <laughs> what, that you was okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. The last I told to myself was this morning. Uh, my man presented me with a Valentine's Day gift and um, in my head, I said, wow, I really love this man. Then I was like, shut up, you sad bitch. I cussed myself out. And I was like, you don't love him. You don't, you don't know him. Oh, she, know. she didn't she deserve didn't. that. She didn't. You it was just it was a knee-jerk reaction. You apologized to her. That was I nothing. did. I apologized to her immediately. It was, I was very scared. It was just, it was a knee-jerk reaction because I got scared. <laughs> I mean, we talked about that though. You can have love for somebody that you just want. like little babies. They just come straight out the coochie, and we'd be like, "Oh my god, I love you." I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. And their little fresh baby smell. You know. Okay, off topic. Sorry, but yes, that was the last I told to myself. Um, hate that for me. But then I immediately <laughs> told the truth after, so that is what counts. What did you say? What was the truth afterward? That I, I definitely do love this man. <laughs> Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Corny. <laughs> we gonna talk about that too. How people be like, single is so hard and they get in a relationship and be like, hey. I love it here. It's just really hard. Yes, it's hard. It's it's hard. We told you. But it's fun. We told you, right. It's no, yes. Let, but let me tell you what happened. This is what happened. So when early on in our dating, I mean, we're still pretty early on in our dating, but like when we were like just casually going on dates, he told me like, yeah, I'm not really a very thoughtful person. And sometimes I can be selfish and that's something I want to work on. But our entire relationship, he's been nothing but thoughtful. This Valentine's Day gift in a, in a very random conversation, I mentioned that, oh, I always wanted to get one of those, which was like a face steamer. And so that's what he got me for Valentine's Day, a face steamer, because, you know, I'm the skincare queen. Oh, and then sweet. he bought me a chocolate rose because he's like, I know you love flowers and like you'll be on your period. So I bought this chocolate. Wow. Like, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And I was like, it's it sounds like you want to be the father of my children. That's what this sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Did you cry? You, you'd be so proud. I did it. I held back. I held back. I held back. <laughs> I was like, play it cool. <laughs> Have you cried in front of him yet? Oh, I did. We were watching something on Disney and I started crying. Oh, period. <laughs> was it Encanto? No, was we were it? watching some short film from Pixar and it was just really mm-hmm. touching and I started crying. Mm-hmm. It'll be like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You was telling me about that. It's, yeah. It'd be, it'd be and good. then. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Lisa, they me. I just put that It's thing my up. man. <laughs> I'll just put that thing on D and D. Well, Courtney, our master liar in the back. Now you should, you know, your full government on. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, god! 
First of all, we just need to delete the whole beginning. Let's start over. No, no. Absolutely not. No. I would love for us to start over. That would be great. No, you was really on one. You you could cut. If you could cut. No. Just re-ask the question so that we can start with Courtney. No? No, (laughs) ma'am. Go ahead. I cannot tell you the last lie I told. Because she lies so much. Niggas lie every day. <laughs> I bet you lied to that man trying to sell you steak. What'd you tell him? Trying to sell the steak? I said I'm not interested. Wow. Okay. But also the woman in the drive, then the then the worker was like, stop trying to sell these steaks to my customers. I can hear you and see you. And then he hit the <laughs> <laughs> and he hit it, but what he do? He still kind of sell steaks to people in the drive-through. Steak, like real he meat. Got them from Cermak, real meat, bro. In the little white tin. But why are he in a Popeyes line? Damn. Mm-hmm. So damn, that's why they started yeah. locking up the meat at Walmart. Y'all seen that? <laughs> it no, no. Bro, he said, seen, and it could have just been a dramatization, but I seen a piece of steak with like a full <laughs> security system on it. I swear. <laughs> No, literally, he was like, I'm trying to be, I'm I'm going, I'm struggling and I'm trying to be a salesperson. So are you interested in getting these steaks? He said, look, I got them from Sir Mac. And that's when I said, I'm sir, sir, sir. These need to be outside the chilies or something. McDonald's, McDonald's people ain't looking for no steak. But why did I look back and a few cars behind me, niggas was holding the steak and examining it in the car. I knew somebody it. is gonna me, buy the steak. Me, I will be niggas. Let me see the steak. Let me see. <laughs> well, let me let me check. How much it. I mean, go at the store. Twenty two. What you give me? The seventeen. I bet. Yeah. So that did you even get to see how much he was charging for the steaks? No, <laughs> no, because that's when the worker was like, "Get away." Which <laughs> McDonald's was? She said, "Please." Your begging ass. Oh, <laughs> you can just hit through the thing. She said, "Please." <laughs> so that must be why he must be why McDonald's brought back the the steak bagel in the morning. Mm. They brought it back. They did. I saw something that is back. The steak, <laughs> egg, and cheese. Wait, y'all eat? Y'all was eating the steak from McDonald's? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That decision already was McDonald's. So I'm not gonna go that far and eat no animal. I know they ain't back there producing for real. <laughs> what y'all think it is? Kangaroo? It's prime. Everything's monkey meat. Cat, cat for sure. It. If it ain't monkey meat, it's gorilla ankles. <laughs> Y'all are ugly. <laughs> Wait a minute, but the bison booty hole one was a hot tip. I feel like <laughs> I missed that on social media. No, I'm saying that's a possibility for the McDonald's steak because it's kind of tough. Why bison Why booty hole? What McDonald's steak tastes like? Because she eat it. Be the one who put me onto that steak. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Like, that excitement. Said, it's it's bad. Bad. It propaganda talk about, oh, you, you're like, yes, no, nigga, I eat the chicken nuggets. When I was a little, yeah. when I was little, my grandparents always used to get us breakfast at McDonald's if she didn't feel like cooking. And we would always get the steak bagel. That's the only thing I ever ate from McDonald's growing up, which is why it's so good. Find <laughs> memories. It's a trauma response. I feel like that's a trauma. Tra- not a trauma response. We get an LLC and now we mental health professionals. <laughs> trauma response. This podcast is not run by mental health professionals. Okay. No, seriously. Not a single PhD. Not a man. 
We got some masters or something in the works over there. Some. I don't, I don't even know what y'all getting on school. A lot of education, education on this podcast, but no okay. PhDs. A lot of money. A lot of debt. Tell you that too. A lot of debt, baby. A lot of debt. A lot of debt. Are you not at yeah. Courtney, did you, say, did you even answer the question? You lie every day. I said oh. I lie every day, but probably right. the alcohol one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you probably said that 17 times before now. No, but I no, th- but I do say it every time, but this this time feels different. Every time you say that. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This time every feels time. different. No. And the next time you do it, y'all never learn a lesson. No, sweetie, I'm gonna stick to the herb because that shit is not for me. Yeah, I mean, and everybody needs to just get on that wave because I'm tired of being forced into drinking by being in these environments because no, I would sweetie. rather be smoking. Correct. No, but because it's illegal. You know what I mean? That shit is so irritating. Correct. Uh, Alcohol was once illegal. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Was it? Shout out to the Prohibition era. Prohibition. <laughs> Come on, historians. What did that used to be called? When you, a speakeasy. I'm going to open one of those, but for... For weed. Yep. Smoke easy. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Let me add that Tasia, to the notes. Tasia Reese, what's the last lie you told? I honestly cannot remember. It was probably at work, though. <laughs> because oh, anytime somebody at work yeah. asks me a question that I feel is too personal or <laughs> refuses to stop talking to me about something stupid, I'm finna start lying. Because <laughs> you're having fun, I'm finna start having fun. <laughs> you want to be funny, I'm going to be hilarious. <laughs> you this weekend, I went fishing. Mm-hmm. Period. There's some hunting and gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I did uh, manly activities, if that's what you all call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably have to say because I, I like Courtney said, I don't think about it. I simply, it's if I'm uncomfortable, I'm simply gonna lie. So yes. yeah, <laughs> I just lied. Okay, Tasia, <laughs> thinking hard about this one. Our pure part. <laughs> okay. Oh. I don't even know. Can't even I really no, because confession. Like when I was younger, I used to lie, like just little lies for no reason. What? And um, I just kind of stopped. I was like, yeah, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he just tapped you on the shoulder like my child. Whoa. Okay. You've been you've been having fun, but you need to stop. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. Oh, it's just like, but why? Just tell the truth. Like, what they gonna do? Beat you? Like, that is what I tell myself every day. Why am I lying? I'm gonna whip my ass. What to do? Okay, I did it, Aunt. You know my bad. Like, I, I have to save me, Lucius. I have to put me first. You know. But, um, what's the last lie? I want to say it's kind of like what Reese said, like at work. <laughs> tell it. Telling these people I would be back in 30 minutes and they come back in two hours. I mean, you know, things happen. That's about it. Traffic. Luna needed food. Uh, clothes had to go in the, you know, things happen. Also, I didn't want to come back. I didn't want to be here. Now what? So I'm checking my email. Y'all got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be available. Oh, really yeah, I'm available. Like, and if anybody asks where are you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be back. Around the corner. The thing is, the thing is, and I refuse to do this with these jobs. You're not gonna pretend like I didn't successfully do this and not get fired for two years at my house. <laughs> so clearly, no. whatever we got going on here, whatever my system is, 
it works perfectly fine for me not to get fired, right? Yeah, for you. Yes. Yes. Period. Your job is getting done. So let me let me do it. They need one really and I'm available. Just call me. Okay. I didn't say I'd be back. I'm not available. If I'm not at that desk, I'm not available. (laughs) (laughs) I actually clocked out. Me on my hour and a half lunches. Did you know me on that lunches are hour? I didn't know that. Stuck in the in the Wendy's line. <laughs> I was like, can't help that. Now he asked you that. He said, "Did you know that you're at lunch our hour?" <laughs> yeah, I do. Did you know that I was going for an hour and a half yesterday? <laughs> Why are you watching? Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. I was allegedly gone. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Let's say hypothetically, I was gone for an hour and a half. What would happen? What y'all gonna think- do? All right, well, I'll be gone again tomorrow for an hour and a half. But at least you clock out. Thank you. I'll be okay. clocking you out. Been, you could have been just collecting the change. You good. That's what I do. That's real good. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Y'all honest. Be FaceTime in this whole the middle of the work day. I'll be like, are you in a bed? Yes. <laughs> On the clock? <laughs> yes. Reparations. If yeah. I wouldn't attach to this desk. <laughs> with the phone cord the way i love so being in the studio time. bitch i put that headset on and get right in that bed <laughs> allegedly. allegedly 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 this is all alleged this is all okay. allegedly let's just what about say you, marina yeah mm. yeah mm. liar liar I, pants on fire i do not i don't lie a lot yeah i know i don't i just don't care to lie well i'm a lie you're not gonna whip my ass as i said earlier you don't pay my bills I ain't scared of you, so why would I lie? Mm. Hmm? Simply because I just don't want to deal with that the situation. Mm. Oh, I'm trying to think. Cause I, so there was a there was a situation I was thinking like if this person asked me this, what would I say? Because I don't believe in lying, but then it's also like I don't necessarily want to stir unnecessary drama. Um, I was gonna talk about that that little Chicago fling, but he ain't asked me did I have fun, so I ain't had to lie. Because I did. <laughs> cool Cause if you did, mm. you was gonna lie to him. No, no, no. I don't have to because he didn't ask. He didn't actually have a great oh. time. So I mean, I here's know. the thing though. Well, how would y'all feel? If somebody texted you, yeah, I had a cool little time. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? A what? A cool? Yeah, a cool little time. I had a cool little time. What does that mean? That's what Marina said to him. I yeah, don't, I don't know. You lied to the man. <laughs> no, I did. I did have a cool time. You know, had a cool time. You hated it. I, hated I, it. I learned some things about him and myself, and I learned some things that I'm to lie that day. <laughs> Learn about some things that entertain me in the future. It was cool. It's just whatever. We're not talking about that. Uh, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Mm. It's not the last. It's probably not the last thing. But the fact that I keep telling myself I'm gonna go get a job soon. That's it's not happening. It's not happening. I hate that. I hate that. So we're gonna just keep doing this little freelance thing until you know. I can't freelance no more because, no, mm-hmm. the thought of me clocking mm. sick. Mm. Mm-mm. Ah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen, I'm struggling to get up every day now and be somewhere at a certain time. 
Ooh, but you know, you see, even that, you know, it's like, where's the freedom? It ain't because. I mean, I could try to do what you're doing and still be, you know, there's other struggles that come with it. And it's like, right. I want to live a, like, I seen a tweet that says, I want to live a life where like luxury to me is waking up and doing whatever I want. Right. So that's the thing. That's the difference though. Like I am doing what I want to do. Right. But I still am not at a space where I decide what I, what, when I do it, you know, Okay. doing something I want to do, but I'm just picking the struggle of. It have I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It is it is killing me, and I'm tired. But I'm enjoying what I'm doing overall. So usually just pick a struggle. Yeah, you don't have to anymore. So yeah, um, there's another one on here I really wanted to ask y'all, but like for some reason just like disappeared or something. So it was about. I don't, but it was like, ooh, that was good. It was something about death, maybe, or what. Something about death, like, oh, what do you think happens when we die? There it goes. Ooh, child. If you've, if you've ever seen weird ass angels, I'll tell you that. I'm just joking. Okay. Did y'all see that? Yes. Be, no that one was so fear scary. Child. Talking about, boy, <laughs> me, me fearing. Leave <laughs> me up a storm. What angels? Oh, it was a tweet I sent. Like, it showed you how angels are, I guess. In the Bible, how I don't know if it's biblical or whatever. Biblical I don't know where accurate. it from. Yeah, but, biblically accurate. That's what it's yeah, said. Biblically I don't accurate. know if that's King James or not, but <laughs> it's accurate. just of how the angels are supposed to look. And basically, and I've seen a TikTok like that too, where they're just like these huge, like three-headed wings and eye, like hella eyes. And and then I was I kept reading and they were saying, like, oh you know y'all think like it's a reason why the angels look scarier than and they're like oh you what you think the demons might look like and they're like no the demons look like lay people they look like us they Mm. look like (laughs) commoners Mm. (laughs) they look look, uh presentable yeah because they're more enticing they're more attractive damn damn Mm. so the demons is bad Right, we the demons. No, they just said they just yes, they mimic us. What's Buddy from Encanto that kept shape shifting? I don't know his name. Yeah. Um. Your question. I think we. uh, I think our souls. I think our souls get reincarnated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something that is a reflection of the life we lived. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a, a full theory either, but that is part of what I also believe. Like, especially when you meet people and you'd be like, damn, I feel like I, I've i known you before, you know? Mm. Or I feel like I've seen you before somehow, or like I'm connected to you in this very divine way that feels otherworldly. So I don't have a full theory either, but I definitely believe that's part of it. Like your your body is no longer breathing oxygen, but your soul is transferring or picking another portal to go through or some shit like that for the next like, lifetime. Oh, and uh, into that into that point too. Like, I do think there's a a judgment day, um, but I think it's like, and this is honestly kind of tied into what I was listening to last week Sunday. 
but there's a judgment day that kind of decides that reincarnation, right? And it basically is dependent on how you were like of service to the people around you. Um, so I do, I do believe that. I think, you know, you have people who are just servants of people, you know, who care and who are kind and who kind of look after and, um, you know, do their, do their part to create that community. And you got people who are just very selfish and which is no, not nothing wrong with being selfish, right? But people who are extremists in a way, um, and who are harmful, and yeah, definitely. So that's what I feel. So you feel like at some point there's like this day that happens, and somebody says, "All right, you fucked up, or you did well." <laughs> basically going to hell to the good place or to the bad place literally no not even a place you going somewhere else you could damn near become an ant oh so right because you said based on what you did is what you are reincarnated as so you're gonna get stomped down your whole time in the sky (laughs) (laughs) it could be actually very fun being an ant every two days you're getting stepped on a rock You a rock. You just chilling. You get kicked. Where what rock? What if I'm a rock by a waterfall? Where's she going? Oh. I uh I feel like that as well. I think um I don't know if we get reincarnated per se, like in the traditional way where you come back as a different human, but um I do think that we either go to a different timeline or maybe live out like different versions of ourself uh, in another way. And then I also think that not that we're judged in the afterlife, but that in the process of transitioning, the full like honesty and truth of the time you spent here is revealed to you. Mm. The way people, you know, cause you can't lie to yourself or say things are different than they are in in that moment of, you know, at least that's how I feel it would be when you're about to lose your life. Uh-huh. It may not be like a judgment day, but somehow you see like this replay type of thing. I right. I thought like that for sure, where I was like, we all get to choose what life we live here in some kind of ways, right? Um, and then at the end, you just get this playback of all this man. You get this playback of all your decisions. You know, um, did you did you choose whatever career you chose? How did you behave in that career? You know, you just, you get choices in some ways. That makes this sense. This all to me kind of sounds like a um, Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh oh. The more that shit be coming true, the more scared I'll be getting. Mm-hmm. Black Mirror really come to life, and it's no for real. Like, and then make like you're walking around wherever you are in the afterlife, and like you get to see a replay of all the shit you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how would that feel? Like, wow, what would have happened if I did this instead of that? Right, right. But I also feel like when oh, yeah, no. when you or you finna find out in this next life. Go ahead. <laughs> Sheesh. Go do better. No, I don't want to do that. 
But I also feel like too, because you know how people talk about like guardian angels and like people are watching over you. So I also feel like when you die too, like that's happening. Like the people that are watching their loved ones still living mm-hmm. and like, you know, trying to be a, a guidance. Like, bitch, don't you, don't you uh, fuck up that relationship with that man, okay. that good man. I'm gonna give you one more go. One more. <laughs> one more. So the ancestors are out there trying to help us too. Do you think uh, everybody who lives gets promoted to ancestor? No. That's a hell of a job. You are not an ancestor. <laughs> not these coons, no. Ooh. So Dr. Dr. Umar, he don't get to be an ancestor when he Absolutely died. not. No, no, he can I'm be not the court sure about Dr. Up there, just like he yes. is in real life. Donations. Donations. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's crazy. Thank you for that ten dollars. Next time, make it twenty. I know that. I know that's all. You, I know that's all. That's the one that had me scream. <laughs> you know what? I hope Sister Avanti. I know that's all you had. somewhere because that is crazy to let a man talk to you like that after you just cash after him ten dollars. <laughs> but you know what? He living in his truth, and he said what he said. Make oh, yeah. Y'all see, he got two wives. Like yes, girl. But I also don't know how because polygamy is illegal in the U.S. I mean, they, they only they, file they do, for one. Yeah, you just everything else is just a wedding ceremony, but it's not oh. legal binding. Or, or is it like he's married to one and they're married to each other? No, that was no. He's illegal. just probably only legally married to one, but they're all married. Interesting. Okay. Via contract, because that's what marriage is. Right. Okay. Um, there was this like Netflix show. Oh. That talked about people who had like. Um, you know, those death experience where they like, like died for like two minutes or whatnot are saying the same things that happened. Like there's this extreme warm embrace and light. You're breaking up, sis. Is it happening yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Is that you? Sure. <laughs> Is that you? Um, it's happening. Is that you, Lord? Is it me, Diva? <laughs> he said, stop sharing my secrets. Okay. Take my sis right out of her seat. On the head. Oh, my God. Did anybody else family force them to watch those Left Behind movies? Yes, girl. Bro, okay. So tell me why the idea that, first of all, why am I getting transported to heaven butt-ass naked? Oh, yeah, because the clothes are still The there, clothes right? will be folded up on the chairs, too. That's the crazy part. Like, wow. That's what really is this? All I remember, like, Left Behind. I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's called Left Behind. It's about the rapture. Something the into the sky. Oh, my God. It was like, Tasia, as, you need to watch that. You have it's got really to old. Watch Oh, yeah, it. I would definitely want to watch it. It's really old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Revelations film. As a kid. I'm like, why are they getting sucked up into the sky? I have never, that's never left my memory. I know I don't remember a whole lot. Sure Anytime I go outside and it ain't enough people, I'd be like, did I miss it? <laughs> did y'all, what time is it? That's how it was with the pandemic hit. It was like 8 p.m. and it was nobody outside. Mm. Yeah. Where y'all at? Child. Mira? Hmm? What do you think happens when we die? Deep Negro side. Oh, um, I'm going to be honest. I like I, I don't think about it because it just seems just as exhausting as living is. 
Mm. Like the way that I be crying and wailing at my altar to the ancestors, baby, I don't, I'm already working like a dog on earth. I don't want to work like a dog in the afterlife. Watch you cry, making the same stupid mistake. No, (laughs) just like, I don't want to think about death because it seems like work. (laughs) I heard that. Cause we don't have an answer right now. So it's like, yeah, I just be like, whatever happens. Cool. I mean, that. whatever the consequences are, let I'm it be that because I that will be done. done. Yeah. Like I said, 10 toes down in the decisions I made here while living. Like I did the best I could with the information and resources and support that I had. So it be feel like, like I ain't apologizing for that. I'm not apologizing for shit. This is the card that you gave me. So you apologize to me, bitch. You, you know what, man? We have an exit specially for you on the left here. Bro, we have an you exit showing up to judgment day. I'm, I'm asking her. the damn question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm showing up to the pearly gates talking about question. another motherfucking thing. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to ask you about December 12, 2008. Me, <laughs> Lord. And here at 4 p.m. Okay, I have the receipt. Put me through this. And of I your poor decision. It was a lesson, but I, I'll help me out. I understand. Okay. I don't see it. Interesting. Yeah. The math was just never mathing. So I'm just like, you know. Get your locks. Okay. Pooties on the brow. (laughs) My son. Yeah. I I mean, I honestly just don't know. I would assume. I would assume it has something to do with, obviously, because I believe in ancestor veneration. So some form of we are beamed up or beamed down. Because some, some ancestors have done me pretty shasty. So <laughs> you beamed up or beamed down and yeah, or whatever happens, happens. I don't know. But then sometimes I do grapple with the idea of what you were saying earlier about reincarnation. Like, yeah, there's sometimes I meet people and I'm like, I feel like my soul is familiar with you. And that feels strange. And I don't know how to put words to that. Um, so that makes me believe in reincarnation sometimes. But then I'd be like, mm, 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 I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's too complex for me. Okay. It is. It's also that there it's isn't no life, life here. One answer, one size fits all type shit. You just pick what you pick and believe what the fuck you believe and keep. Okay, on, keep on you going. get what you get and don't don't picture fit. <laughs> okay, period. Okay, now that we're taking a, a bit of a somber. Uh, uh, wow, yeah, that didn't mean to take a somber turn. You know what? You know what, listeners? <laughs> let's get turned up. No, let's not get turned up. I'm really tired. Right. But I, I don't want y'all to be sad. That wasn't supposed to be a sad conversation. We're just intrigued. Yeah, about, about what happened. So let's just shift gears here. And I just want to make sure that our lovely listeners, that y'all know that um, we are very tired Mm -hmm. so if you hear the pauses forgive us it's because our brain cells are fighting off the alcohol and trying to remember how to formulate sentences okay not me don't put me in there well marina's brain cells are fighting for their lives because they're they're starving for sleep (laughs) okay she it's not it's they're trying to synapse the synapses are trying to fire off and they're missing (laughs) it's okay Shooting yeah, they shoot blanks. Shooting. <laughs> Ain't even looking down the scope. Just okay. firing them off. So forgive us. We didn't want y'all to go without an episode. So we did not cancel, especially because we are an LLC now. 
a business. Talk to us nice. So we had to get on here tired. Okay. We love y'all. Things that we do for you. So welcome. Welcome to this week's episode. This tired ass episode. <laughs> of what is my life? <laughs> the podcast. LLC. It's your girl Amira, aka apparently I'm a me mommy. And that's not true. My son is my pride and joy. Look at him lounging in the back. Okay, he's an organic pate kitty. Talk to him nice. Juicy pussy. Don't, don't make us leak the records. Tell the truth. That's right. Tell the truth. What did you say before you got on here? I don't recall. Okay. Convenient. Confucking. How was the history? What's the last lie you told? Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. Here it's it your girl, Courtney, aka the liar. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Think it's like every day, me. And and look at you. Gotta stand ten toes in that sis. I feel it. Toes. Look at you giving us a truth. There may be hope. Anyway, okay. I'm Marina, and I am tired, child, and hungry, of course, because for some reason I always make a meal before I go on this podcast. Um. Yep. That's it. I'm here. Hey. Hola. It's Narisha, aka Nye. DJ. Oh, hey y'all. It's DJ Tay Wells on the ones and twos. We told y'all we're doing our best this week, okay? okay. Oh, we're so doing so. our best. We're fighting for our lives. Okay, wait a minute. The reason why I'm getting distracted is because I ordered some cool ass boxers for Shree Ooh. for Valentine's Day. Okay. With my face on it. <laughs> right on the. That right is so the cute. <laughs> <laughs> I went on the nuts. I can't wait, and I'm trying to see if it, if it got lost. So, oh my god, <laughs> I cannot. Okay, come on, relationship teens. Okay, relationship teens. I'm screaming with your face right over the nuts. They're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Send me the link for that. I got you. I want the picture. We want the so picture. You sent them like a selfie like this, and it was like, yeah. Put a picture with your tongue out <laughs> and put it right next to see. I'm sorry, this is not an XSL X, 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 X podcast. XXX, what is my life? <laughs> for $9.99 <laughs> on a Patreon. On a Patreon. Not tell you to do this crazy. Uh, all right well Courtney what's what's been on the timeline while we've been out partying and and trying to experience youth again <laughs> what was happening on the timeline <laughs> well 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 um I just want to preface this timeline T segment with the fact that because we are now a LLC <laughs> I will be engaging in LLC Twitter shenanigans come on <laughs> just one I just got to get one good tweet off um so Broke, we up. correct because we're llc and y'all not so period <laughs> broke hobby. bitches y'all podcast is a hobby we got a business <laughs> we got a business um so the tweet i want to talk about today is about the twitter tinder oh shit twitters oh take your time take your time <laughs> tinder wow. swindler okay so this man, Jamal, at Jamal Jimo, Jimo, whatever, said Tinder Swindler is especially hilarious to me because I once asked someone I'd been dating if I could borrow $50 and she responded, 
I don't know you like that. And then he said, we've been seeing each other for eight months. <laughs> so that man 50 dollars at the eight what y'all mm. eight, i don't understand that so are they dating yes they were to dating for eight months and he just asked because he brought 50 dollars and she said i don't know you like that no, well, what that's... she really meant to say was no broke ass nigga. But that's <laughs> no, why you still with that nigga? You can't. No, yeah. yeah. broke. What yeah, she did she did I just after I eight just... y'all not giving y'all nigga fifty dollars. Y'all know uh, what I always go back to. <laughs> y'all need to be friends with these people before you get yeah. in relationships with them. Because if my friend asks you for fifty dollars, I'm gonna give him fifty dollars. If my friend is like, hey, you want to make us breakfast? I'm going to make us breakfast. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's really not that big of a deal. But they'd be like, oh, I'm, a, I'm not giving you $50. You're not my man yet. I'm not making you no fool. You're not my man yet. Like, that's that's weird behavior to me. That's so weird. But people don't be friends and be too scared about power play and be like, oh, he, mm. I cook for him. So now he think that I'm blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Like, y'all doing this wrong. Y'all doing this so wrong. I'm not going to lie. And I'm, I'm going to stand on that. No, that's Ten really that's that yeah, makes that ain't such it. a difference. You can't get this man fifty dollars. That's so sad. What makes it funny is because if any five hundred fifty dollars, give him twenty five, twenty. Right, come I don't got fifty, baby, but I got fifteen. Everybody rich on Twitter, though, you know. Okay, I don't Everybody got fifty, paid. but I know somebody that's selling stamps over here, or you know, I know some. Like, figure something out. Who you no dead ass. Oh, off the, we can go off the. <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say is that if anybody has seen the uh, Tinder Swindler, the documentary or docuseries or whatever, me and Courtney watched it today and it was fucking, it was sad, but also hilarious because the first lady on there who was the first victim of his little, you know, con, she knew this nigga for 30 days and he was already frauding her out of thousands of dollars. Let me tell you something. You, you nigga, you can't get $10 out of me if you know me for 30 days. I don't know. But my enemies. <laughs> They're after me. <laughs> They're the, after enemies. Me. the amount of times that nigga said my enemies are out to get me, I was like, no. What enemies? <laughs> now he got ops. Uh, Where your friends at? You okay? Nah. Well, enemies oh, like they're that. Here. But they were in love after after five weeks, mama? Well, you're okay. in love people, and you're giving him thousands of dollars? Thousands, though. People, <laughs> people's definition of what that looks like is different. You know, like there's no timeline. There's people who met each other first day, fell in love, month one, got married. The Morgan Day house. Yeah, but the thing I feel like what with this is like, right? Like you're, I totally agree with what you're saying. But half of these bitches didn't have it to give in the first place. So that's also the problem. That's really the biggest problem. <laughs> oh, it was you about some loans. You was taking out loans to yeah. give a man that you knew for thirty days. Three loans, right? Somebody she took out like three loans. I think. Seven by the yeah, end. seven. It was like seven or something. It was dick, loans dick, and credit cards. Dick is good. The dick who kept giving her these loans? What? That's what, what I said. I said, why you keep getting approved? Because I damn near was tender swindler, and <laughs> that's why I'm screaming. Because y'all are like, how could you? This is where your friends at. They right here. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tell no, us I'm more. I'm not saying how could you because I get it because I right, tell me I'm giving niggas money. Tell the thing the is, we want to know the stories. Give us the tea, <laughs> both of y'all. Okay, Ooh. Mike is hot. I don't got that. I want. <laughs> Let me check. Wait, touch the moment. Okay. I, I mean, I could go like y'all. I feel like we just have. Okay, but like, so the nigga, <laughs> this two different niggas. 
<laughs> you don't embarrass. <laughs> so one nigga needed <laughs> money to go to the clinic and get an STD test. And I was like, yeah, you need to get that. So I'm going to give you the $20 for that. Planned Parenthood is free, though. I don't think you can get you. Planned Parenthood if you don't got $20. Interesting. Okay. You can walk to the clinic though. You feel me? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> he when he went and got him a little sack. He ain't gonna get the STD test. Period. But he. But both of these niggas have paid me back, so it's not like I'm. I was ever out for money. Yes, you not. You wasn't swindled. Right. But I no. But I'm just saying, like giving niggas money. Like I get that part of it. I wasn't swindled. But um. And then the other nigga was. You know, he was just hungry. My art bay was hungry, and he was a starving artist, and he needed to eat. So, you know, at the time I had it, and I, I very much believe in like that could be me because I mean like I have good friends so if I need money mm-hmm. I'm asking my friends or my family Correct. but that could also be me if I didn't have that mm-hmm. support system so I never like will knock somebody who's like hey I need twenty dollars and I got mm-hmm. you thanks at Correct. the end of the week and they did get me at the end of the week now right. I've given money to people that have like to friends that have never paid me back but all the niggas I've given money to have paid me back mm. okay you got a good track record Natasha Nafi- uh, Um, yeah i think it's just what you i'm just gonna not really expose myself too much because it it really is the past but okay um you said i think you said marina like you're of the people you're for the people and like i think at the time i was just you know this person he was just going through it you know he was going through it he had kids and you know, I met the kids and the kids, they were amazing. And like, you know, good, good kids. He, his relationship with them was good. Mm. Yeah, the car got towed and yeah. <laughs> the kids can be out here like that. So, you know, I just was like, damn, he got kids. Okay. I, mean, you know, I was just like, wow, like. The babies, the babies, the babies. The babies. Okay, you hear that? Damn, yes, girl. I'm sorry, it's, the, it's the background uh, it's, tunes right me. here too. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's just I saw the man's needed some help, and like I offered, you know, it wasn't like he asked. So, but it got to a point where I had to learn how to set the boundary. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was never any instance. Well, someone did ask me for fifty dollars one time. <laughs> And then I gave it. Damn, what is it about $50? <laughs> it's like the sweet spot. 100 is too much. 25 is too little. 50 is like, yeah. 50. And 50 this man, yeah. yes. And this man was a real, I would call, I would consider this man instead of the other man a real swindler because he asked for the 50. He was in California. He asked for the 50. And then I was like, you out there for music, business. And he was like, yeah, I just, you know, a little short on cash. Like my dad's supposed to be giving me some money. You know, and then I was like, okay, cool. Like thinking his dad was gonna, you know, come through, and then he ended up like texting me again, like, hey, like, you got fifty, and I was like, uh, something. Why you bringing this up again? I know. Okay, that was your that was your opportunity to opt out. I know, and then I was just like, wow, he really needs this money. Mm -hmm. So I sent it to him, and then like I try to get it back from him, and then. He was just like, we have some punk ass fifty dollars. <laughs> Why do people always do that? You want a punk ass fifty dollars? You need it. Like, what the fuck? It was not a punk ass fifty dollars when you needed it. Correct. And I was like, I borrowed this from somebody, so you need to give it back. 
I got you money, man. Also, that's rule number one. Don't never give money that you expect back. Ever. Don't never yeah. give money you expect back. Because if it ain't coming back, you better have a plan for whatever the fuck. Right, right. Was right. That and that I figured it wasn't coming back, but he said he was going to pay me back. Mm, he did it. and I was just Wendell. like, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna pay me back. Not punk at y'all. Seen that tweet when the girl was like, um, I yes. did a nail service for somebody, and she was like, she paid me cash, like fifty dollars. She owed me fifteen cash app. So she asked her, and she was like, you really pressed over fifteen dollars? Yes, that's what you owe me. You owe me fifteen dollars. Now shame on her that I provided to you. Correct. Shame on her for letting her leave, but said she was like rushing and she had another appointment. But like, I that. Nothing makes me angrier quicker than you being mad that I want my money back. Mm-hmm. But I also, again, don't give money that I, I want back. So that's crazy, though. Oh, not you, now my sis being finessed. That's okay. Hey, it's the past the past, okay? I'm a okay. reformer. And we've learned boundaries. Oh, saying no. Correct. Sir, hell no. Saying hell no. Nafisa, you was going to say something earlier. I had to really humble myself because now let me tell you something. Y'all know that I'm a tight budgeter. So a nigga getting money from me, <laughs> hard pressed. But I have let niggas swindle me out of something more precious than money. And that was my pussy. So I had to really sit here and humble myself and be like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Ooh, shit. I had to really say, you know what, God? Let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me come back to the drama because i was really sitting here like wow bitches is out here getting swindled out of not my money i worked too motherfucking hard and then i said wait but i got <laughs> and all you get all you get back is a messed up ph Lord. correct and i just can't it it just Woo! really humbled me and a desire and a need to go and a need to murder correct so I just had to really sit, sit and reflect about the poor decisions I made in the past. It'd be like that. I mean, I always excuse us because we're in our twenties, so these things happen apparently, allegedly, allegedly. Some of these things I'm, I'm still, you know, working through the shame bubble with, but whatever. Yeah. We may or may not be telling the truth right now. We have a therapist. We're in therapy, baby. Okay, we are back. <sighs> but yeah. That 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 was all I wanted to say because I was like, wow, girl. girl. Where is the uh? Where is this at? Tindall Swindler. Where do I watch this on? It's on Netflix. Oh, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, low key. Cause not the not the fucking uh, scammers being out here free to scam again. It ain't nothing illegal about about. He realized though, scamming, scamming, pretending to be in love with bitches and scamming them is really not not the real scam. So now he's out here selling courses on business. A better scam for him. Okay. Our, our course coming soon. Y'all be ready. <laughs> Just buy it. You could really get some laughs. Ours is not a scam. We're going to teach you how to spot a scam seminar in our <laughs> seminar. <laughs> a lesson. Learning. Three rules. Mm. To be. Okay. We'll find out. But you know what? Let me not give away the whole curriculum. <laughs> Just come see us. Go ahead. Order the first package. Don't do package. too much. We'll give E-course. you a, a seven day trial. We'll send you a code. <laughs> Don't worry. Can't wait for it. That is the real scam, though. They're selling everything from business courses to how to be a wife seminar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. For $3,500 for the whole seminar. I said, God. Yeah. Is it yeah, you can read Proverbs 31? 
if nothing else, that's a reminder again that your market is out there. You'd be like, oh, this is stupid. Nobody wants it. Your market is out there, no, but you gotta believe in your product. You gotta make it look good. Your product or your service, you gotta make it look good. You gotta market it, but it's is out there. Teaching that that wife seminar, are they a wife? Usually they are. I don't know that that came from South African Twitter, which is almost as bad as LLC Twitter. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh boy! So it could have um, been, you know, anything. The only other thing I would like to discuss that I saw on the socials, the timeline, um, is the Instagram, which might have been in Twitter. Anyway, what blackity black thing are you doing to celebrate Black History Month? And Minding my business. Mic drop. That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go because I have a story to share. Y'all, some of y'all already heard the story, but I'm ending everything with not during Black History Month, not during our month. How dare you? Mm. And to the lady at my job, who smelled my chicken that Ooh. I was warming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Okay. Tell us. So y'all had leftover wings. That was a crime. Stop. Leftover wing stop for lunch. Okay. I put it in the microwave. I went to my desk to get my jacket because I eat in my car because I hate being in the office. <laughs> and I came back into the kitchen to grab my food. And she said, Oh, is that barbecue? I said, Yep, that's one of the flavors. She said, Oh, it smells good. I said, I know. Okay, see you. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the hallway. She said, You lucky you're still there when you came back. I said, So, not this white lady, A, trying to play with my chicken, and B, trying to play with my chicken during Black History Month, a white playing with my I'm chicken. Comment about I'm it because that, that, makes, that makes you angry. Like, you're too in my business, and then you want to eat my food. And then I don't know if you went in there and started sniffing. Maybe you touched one, lick your finger. They do that. Yeah, they do. Okay, cool. Said, yeah, people open it. People be eating your food and don't people tell People will you. eat your food. Let me tell you something. Somebody ate my coworkers' fry rice. They ate the chicken out of the fry rice <laughs> overnight. He came back to his fry rice. It was no chicken in the there. The way I'm showing up to the office with a damn staff and I'm getting up to the front saying, okay, so who y'all know why I'm juice? here. The person who knows why I'm here knows why I'm here. And ain't nobody leaving this office until I figure out who picked the chicken off the top of my fried rice. Drink my damn apple juice. (laughs) Like that's not fun. I don't. I don't. It's few things I don't play about, and it's one of them is my food. Too invasive. Top three, and it ain't three. Is my food top three, and it ain't. Don't play with me, especially when I'm hungry. I was. How you know it's barbecue for real? It could. This could be. This could be fried cauliflower. Now you mad because you eating cauliflower bites. (laughs) I did get boneless just find half a piece of cauliflower on the ground <laughs> you know what I brought this for you specifically I know you was talking about my uh, my wings the other day so I brought these for you specifically girl and she was mad because she was warming up her little poly pocket lean cuisine five minute meal that's not my fault that that's what you eat for lunch <laughs> No, I was your co-worker last week when I didn't have no lunch, so I had to eat a can of rabbit believe. Well, <laughs> warming up chicken and fish. Mm. Somebody hey. brought a steak in. Hey. I said 
Must be nice. I'm trying to get like you, my boy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Mm, yeah, what else? Yeah. These. Okay, so Marina minding her business. What else y'all doing? Let me Month? let me back up though, because I do think it is very anti-black, and I don't know how to explain the correlation. But when I bring my little soul food leftovers on Monday, and they be like, "Oh, that smells so good," and that is why I understand why my sis eats in the car. Because I stop. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear nothing. That. I don't want no disruption when I'm eating. Who's no, trying I don't want to hear? you to sit mm, at my table. I'm trying to eat. I don't want you to say it smell good. I don't want you, you got to there. ask my day's going. I don't want to hear anything from you Literally. when I'm eating. Literally. I don't I don't I don't want to do any socializing. I wanna enjoy my fifty nine minute break. Okay. Alone in peace. In peace. In peace. So I go to the car and it's very peaceful. I might even take a nap. Okay, because them cardinals be hitting on lunchtime. Oh, they be hitting. I know people be seeing me. <laughs> Who cares? Girl, lay not, that hey, back, throw me. that cover over my face, that coat over my face. My coat, my uh-huh. hood. I put my hood down. Put the, yep, put the hood on. Mm-hmm. Knock out. See y'all in 58 minutes. Um, I don't know if I'm doing anything particularly black for Black History Month. I mean... Wage theft, time theft. <laughs> what? What, Reese? From job, you know, from my job. Allegedly, doing allegedly. other things on the clock. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I mean, I have two jobs. I have a lot of different jobs, so I could be talking about any of my <laughs> several employers. <laughs> you have an LLC. Right, right. You know, I'm employed through several shell companies. <laughs> um, but I think I'm like, you know. I'm always focused on black people, black things, black art, black music. Always want to talk about that and mm-hmm. amplify okay. it, you know. We do that. And we do that all year, you feel me? Exactly. So it's I'm nothing sure. normal to me or nothing abnormal to me, you know. Fortunately, I was just raised to be happy and proud in my blackness and just be that way all the time, you know. Heard that. Love that. Mm. Let me think. Yeah, I'm. Oh, you know what? Oh my God. Oh. I did do something kind of African American. Okay. Kind of Negroid. Okay. So yesterday, I went out in the morning to, I don't even know what we did. We went to the mall or something. And then I was thirsty and I had a hankering for some Chick fil A lemonade. Hankering. So I picked, (laughs) I picked it up, right? I got a big one. And then, um, I came home and I was like, okay, but what would it do if I mix this wine in mm-hmm. with this leftover lemonade that I mm-hmm. have? Mm-hmm. So I had like a, a like a light lean lemonade situation going on. Mm-hmm. That's probably, you know, that was for us. <laughs> that's like that's like when we used to be kids, we go to McDonald's and mix all the drinks up, the grape with the orange and the sprite. It was giving dirty sprite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to love it and it tastes like trash. <laughs> And it was brown and it was ugly. But I'm going to mix the grape with the fruit punch, with the Sprite, with the orange. Because why not? I never did any of that ghetto shit. It's okay. It's okay. You had to do well, it. not bring your ghetto nice. here. It's okay. okay. That sounds nasty as hell. I'm like. We know your experience was just a little different as a child. Just a, t- just a tiny bit. Just a tiny <laughs> bit. Um, damn, I can't really think of anything specifically blackity black that I did this month especially to celebrate black history month i think living is enough um 
living as a black woman, the way that I look in the skin is really? the most blackest thing I did this month. Okay. And I'm I mean, you still have some days left. So if you have any plans, that counts too. Actually, I don't. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I won't be going to work. <laughs> so okay. uh, I'll be off work from Friday to next week, Tuesday. Amen. Oh, love that for me. Mm-hmm. I've been going a lot in February. I'm gonna be honest. I've been oh, yeah. I've been going a lot that, from work. Yeah, what she that's said. Me too. Cause that's that's my Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Gonna, uh, Reparations. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm actually wait, wait, I am doing something. Okay, I'm teaching, I'm helping uh teach a Zumba class with um Jackie okay. and Jarmese. And for like these kids, it's called like uh, Taste of Nigeria. And um, they have like different things they're doing. And one of the, I guess the periods they have is dance. And so, um, you know, Jackie had asked if we could come help her like do like two or three routines with the kids. And it's gonna range from like first graders to fifth graders or seventh graders maybe. So I'm fine. You know, I'm excited to do that. And I will be taking off work and I will be getting, um, I'm not putting in for that day. Heard that? It's a volunteer, it's a volunteer day. Period. Dang, I guess, uh, you know, you mentioned kids. I guess I am doing something too. You are. Doing a whole production. You're in a play written by a black person. <laughs> yes. Who, um, yes. So I'm in a play. Um, hmm, am I going to share that on the podcast page? We'll see. I'm in a play. And it's a, a kid's play. So um, if you follow me, look on my page. Bring your black babies and watch us dance and tell a story. It's really fun. I can't wait for you all to come see it. I'm super excited. Yeah, forget it. That's what it is. Okay, so it's it's called The Dancing Granny and it's at First Stage. It's a collaboration between First Stage and Cody. And it's a children's story geared towards three to seven-year-olds about um, Dancing Granny and Spider Nancy. And him trying to teach, her trying to teach him a lesson about hard work and you can't just be stealing stuff from people basically. So it involves um, dancing, singing, acting. Bring your kitties, bring yourself. You're gonna have a great time. I, I guarantee you. So yeah, I guess that's my blackity black thing of the month. Mm, okay, superstar. Sick, you know, so love please that. Go. Please go. Superstar. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all, we will be right back. Let our brain cells recalibrate and we're going to go on a quick commercial break and then we'll see y'all in just a moment. Are you new to Milwaukee and trying to find out what to do? Are you a Milwaukee native who would love to know more about which black and brown businesses you should support? Or are you somebody who just prioritizes contributing to the success of the black and brown community? If any of these are you, you should definitely be following the Milwaukee Info Hub. From restaurant recommendations and promoting local events to business promotion and sharing the latest from local artists, the MKE Info Hub is the premier social media resource for natives and travelers alike. Want to know more or trying to find something specific? Need free promo for your business, event, or brand? Follow us and send us a message on Instagram at MKE Info Hub or on Facebook at Milwaukee Info Hub. Okay, welcome back. And we're about to hear some fire ass tunes from DJ Tay Wills. I cannot wait to hear what's on the playlist this week because I'm I'm not gonna lie. As much as I don't tell my playlist this, um, I'm low key try to listen to the same ten songs. So if you can, maybe you can get, 
Don't tell them though, because I really love them. I do love them, but I need a little some extra. So give spice. it to us. Here, yes, y'all. Um, here to provide y'all with the jams. With the jams um, in the background, okay. Correct. With the jams in the background, this is just a DJ Central because he really do be playing the jams. It works. And um, one time I did have to go up there and we like, hi, yeah, you really playing the jams, but can you turn it down? And he did. He was really actually really cool. So it's the weekend, so I'll give it to him. But anyway, um, yeah, the first song. I got it's called SOS by Abby Jasmine. <clears throat> Courtney, you know the song? Oh, okay. Whoop whoop. Yeah, okay. Raise the roof. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that's just a little, you know, of the beginning. And I want y'all, did y'all hear what, does it sound familiar familiar to y'all? Like who, Mm -hmm. this beat? Mm -hmm. Not the beat, but the- um, The artist, the singer? The, the, that combined, like the way she's singing in the beat, but I can't. Yes. It can't. Like her cadence and everything. Yes. Yeah, you get 10 points if you, if you know, I'm have I have someone in my head, fairly new, male. What's the name of it again? SOS, SOS by Jasmine. Who? Abby Jasmine A B B Y Jasmine. Okay. So I think he has the uh, Giveon. Mm. Um. That's who you remember. The think yeah. of. Just how the beat, um, the cadence, you know, how her voice is flowing over it. Um. It's a like I want you. That one. That's the song mm-hmm. that I'm hearing when I hear heard this. So come on, DJ. Shout out to As Abby, because um, yeah, this is I think she's a newer artist too, and she has the jams. Um, this one, <laughs> this one has been. Uh, if you watched, I'm gonna just play it, cause yeah. Y'all, this song literally, oh, Deucey, <laughs> this song literally is just like, when I first watched Encanto and this song came up, I was like this, oh my God, wow. That you entranced. I was in a trance, like a big ass kid. And especially this song, because she talks about just being under pressure and kind of holding up this like look, right? Just being strong for her family, um, for the people who are depending on her to be strong. And but deep inside, like she's just like, I want a break. Like this is too much, but I can't because of this, like 
persona I have to give off. Yeah, because of this gift, you know, and this pressure that I have to succeed at my gift. So um, I just thought that was amazing. And I did add that song and that song is in my rotation. That one and we don't talk about Bruno is... Okay. What's the the name of that one, Tasia? Spicy. This one is called... um, An Artist. Surface Pressure by Jessica Darrow. Darrow. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so this one is surface pressure. If you watch Encanto, please watch Encanto. Yes, it's a great Even movie. Even if you're grown, watch it. Even if you're grown, because yeah, definitely watch people. it with Always your babies. Said. It's some messages in there. Well, I didn't watch it with no children. I just watched it. So, yep, <laughs> it's some messages in there. I think even for adults, which which I also think Disney always knows that we're gonna watch it too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they put little sprinkles of things in there for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what makes like these cartoons really in their bag is when, you know, I think it's like a, uh, whatchamacallit, it's intentional that they, they're doing that, you know, because they're like, well, we know kids are watching this, but we need adults to also catch this message. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a good one. And then this next song it's called um 1865 96 degrees in the shade so it's like an old school reggae classic um by third world and this song actually played i had i know this song just from when i was younger but it played today while i was outside and i was it was perfect because i looked outside and it was a beautiful day like clear sky sunny but then i looked at the temperature and the shit said 10 degrees. So I just thought it was a perfect, is, I hope this is right, like oxymoron or whatever that a word. word in there somewhere. A word is in there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's in there somewhere. So I'm going to play. So this jams for y'all. 96 degrees. Oh, yes. In the shade. So yeah, that was a uh, man. That was just really nice hearing that song and just driving and kind of looking outside. And it was toasty in the car, so it kind of felt like ninety six degrees in the shade. So yeah, good good uh, reggae tunes. Come on, vibes. Um, this Absolutely. next song is called "So Good" by Manny Wells. So I had, and the reason why I'm playing "So Good" is love him. He's an older one in my rotation, but. It's, you know, we feeling the love. We, we should always be feeling the love. But this song is in particular to kind of just uh, pay homage, pay just like, wow, you are so beautiful in all of your ways to, um, you know, this person he's talking about. So I just, you know, I'm going to play this one. It's called So Good. Thank you. 
Cause you be killing them, got me feeling like no other. Praises to I love that song so much. Oh my god, cause of you ooh, ooh, be killing them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, y'all be killing them. I just want y'all to know y'all be killing them. Okay, so when you listen yeah. to this song, you know, embody it, take it like you, you really got a shit. And that's when I heard this song. I was like. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm the shit. I'm really walking out here like mm-hmm. I could do anything, and I am attracting anything I want. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, and then this is that. last jam for y'all. Uh, this is a throwback classic. I'm a star everywhere we are by Jeremiah. Y'all, I was at the gym, and we were doing. I thought thing. I told you. I thought I told you I'm a star. Are we getting a live performance? Okay, go ahead. I'm screaming. <laughs> but anyway, I was at the gym and we were doing some crunches and this the girl played this song and I was like, I got money, I don't need a ring, I'm a pimp. I don't need a gang. So, let me play this for y'all. Funny. I thought I told you, I'm a star. You see the ice? You see the cars? That's your ice? Everywhere we are. Late at night? Like it's no tomorrow. I thought I told you, I'm a star. You see the ice? You see the cars? That's your ice? Yeah, middle school. So yeah, um, yeah, middle school, right back middle school. That was definitely on my playlist, and that is also like an empowerment song, you know. Okay, period. I'm a star. It was shuffling on the iPod, on the iPod shuffle. Yes. <laughs> iPod Nano, whatever the fuck it was. So yeah, y'all. That's a that's the jams I have. Next time we do this, I'll probably be asking you all for your jams of the week. And give a little taste of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day, and I forgot to mention it, so I'm excited about that. So next time, um, we'll be listening to the jams of the podcasters. Okay. Ew. And bringing y'all some heat. So, yeah. Thanks, y'all. You're welcome. Well, thank you for those music moments <laughs> at DJ Tay Wills. All right, Reese, take us into what we really came here for. What is what, what the hell is the What Is My Life moment? What are we talking about this week? Yes. So um, we're going to keep it short and sweet. And what is my life moment this week? And just talk about our hair journey. I am not. Which may not be that short or sweet, but we are going to talk about our hair journey. So we say that and then we be here for 45 minutes. That's so accurate. (laughs) I am not this scared. But yeah, I'm just going to have, you know, you guys talk openly about 
I mean, just yes, it's simple for for us being being black in our hair as women, and what that's like, and what your relationship looks like with hair, um, what it used to be, or maybe how you got to where you're at today, or if you don't think it's a big deal, you can talk about that too. I'll start because we struggling like hell okay. this week. We no, was, we all need gonna to go. fight back. Right, I was gonna go since you you threw it at me. Stand okay. up, stand right. up. Well, I'm not going to say that I don't care about it. Let me preface it with that. It honestly is just that I feel like I had so much riding on my emotions about my hair and how that was tied to how I felt about my body. Like I had always, I grew up with a lot of body insecurities and that wasn't just how like my body was shaped or how much weight, like how much I weighed. It was also about my hair. Um, And so, you know how black people do sometimes you hear comments like, oh, you got good hair or like, your hair nappy or like what you doing with your hair like do you look presentable or not and so I you gonna like, perm it. okay you to perm. and then when the natural thing came in like why you why you got the creamy crack or why you wear weave or why you, it's just like damn okay <laughs> not when you go get a retwist no that'd be that'd be a okay. serious question listen and I don't when you pay for it okay, the fuck Period. Are you paying for this hairstyle you're inquiring about? No. Okay. Definitely. Are you going to do it? No. Okay. And that's just on period. I feel like I have had a lot, a lot of different hairstyles. Um, and for a lot of the time, like the way that my hair looked was a huge marker about where I was in my life. And I think this is like the first time where my hair is probably unintentionally a marker of where I'm at in my life I'm pretty hands-off with my hair mm-hmm. it's low maintenance I love being locked it's I feel like it's the best hair decision I've ever made same um, same yeah so I'm just like and that's where I'm at with my life like I'm not saying that my life is like low maintenance but it's just like free us <laughs> free of uh, uh of a lot of things like a lot of things that I let go um mm-hmm. So I don't, so I don't know, like there was so much wrapped up into my hair. Like I said, every time I changed my hair, it was a marker of where I was in my life. And so I feel like it feels like there's so much to explain there. Like for those of you who know me or like may follow me on any of my social medias, like I have been bald and blonde, bald and red, bald and green, bald and purple. I have had weave. I have had braids. I've had crochets. I have cut my hair so many times. I've grown my hair out so many times. And it's just like, yeah, it was fun to experience, experiment and also like express myself in a way where like sometimes my life felt like it was out of control. And that was the one thing I could control. Um, and so now it's like my locks, I guess, are kind of a statement of like living a, a peaceful life full of joy and low maintenance. But then also it's a statement of like commitment, like commitment to myself, commitment to my growth, commitment to um, really fighting for what the fuck I want and being honest about that and being honest about the woman that I am. So that's where I'm at with my life. And that's where I'm at with my hair. Like I'm rocking the locks for a very long time indefinitely because who got time to be at the beauty supply store, baby. The fact that I use three products as opposed to 20 million. Mm-hmm. I love it here. I love it here. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Retweet on the best hair decision I've ever made. I wish I would have made yes. it right when I went from creamy crack to natural because my hair would be 
in in between my toes at this point i'm sure in the booty crack in the booty crack because it grows so fast so definitely retweet that um i think that like you amir my hair has kind of symbolized where i'm at in life whether that's me not really knowing what the fuck is going on because i've i've looking back in pictures i'd be like why did you make this decision and you did it twice that didn't make sense um so kind of just going with the flow but also like I guess I've deprioritized my hair so much because of, there was so much pressure put on me to have it prim, have it proper, especially in like middle school, to have it looking nice, to do all these things. Like, and a lot of my life, I've been figuring out what to do with it on my own. So I really just deprioritized it. Like people, what Courtney said, people are like, when are you getting a retwist? When you pay for it? Because I mean, it's not it's not making or breaking who I am. As long as I'm not walking around smelling like a wet dog, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like stop fucking up the room once I walk in there I'll be fine <clears throat> but outside of that like it just is what it is like it do what it want to do it do what it want to do and I let it do what I want to do and with locks I think that's perfect because they grow quicker when you leave them alone exactly I love that about locks um I would also say locks have been the best decision I've ever made um growing up I had you know I had the perm the relaxer um for a while, my mom hid it from my dad because my dad hated that. She would like, she would perm my hair when he was mm-hmm. gone and like throw all this. Sh- Interesting. <laughs> That's probably more to that, uh, but. For sure. For sure. There, but it's just like, because he was just like, no, like y'all should be, you know, natural, whatever. Like you shouldn't have to do that. Okay. Well, let him do it then and see how he feel. Let's my talk about that. Really, but <laughs> I didn't, I never had unmanageable hair. Even that, even that you have to do it still. You know what I'm saying? You go to school looking cute and you come back looking like you got in a dog fight who gonna do it <laughs> no it really was and then like you know middle school and high school it was it was the it was the press and then it was like you know highlights I did bangs once too with my press my flat iron um and that's all I did and then with sports you know I kept that up every two weeks I was getting married every two weeks um and then for senior year of high school I was like I'm very much over it and I did the big chop joined the natural gang um so all through senior year and that was really that was interesting because a lot of people are like what What is going on and I was like I tried to do the slow transition and it just that's actually a lot of work to keep up two different textures so um because you have to leave it straight so I was like I'm cut it cut it that taught me a lot too because that was also some of the first few times that people would be like are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> and I'm like, listen, talk about it. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm sorry about that for sure. Um, so that was also something that I dealt with, but honestly, it didn't it didn't it wasn't that deep for me because I was just like, I'm free, nigga. That's what I am. Sure, I look like I need to <laughs> put a pic to my head, but um, then I got over it, and then I, you know, I decided to lock my hair. I went back and forth with it for a long time, but I finally did it, and honestly, it's the most liberating thing because I've never really cared to do my hair and I think it's I think it's acceptable for people with locks not to Mm -hmm. look tamed that's not what locks are that's what the you know there's the root of locks are you know um whatever but it's not to look it's not to get your shit retwisted every two weeks it's not about like being professional or I'm not to say locks are unprofessional because I want to say that, but being like prim proper. It's not supposed to be kept. If you want your edges, you got to let your get a retwist minimum. Yeah. <laughs> like you want edges, 
you cannot retwist your head. And so it's also, it's, it teaches a lot for people who are like that, that are always, I feel like have the need to be tailored all the time. And like those people, they don't have edges. <laughs> those people that I know with locks who are like, my hair has to look a type of way all the time. They don't have edges. To say um, y'all bought hair, she not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> and it's also a patience journey because I did. Hey, you know how many people I've seen start locks and stop them immediately? A lot, often. And it just oh. feels it feels pretty cool to be gang and like be in their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I would say the same thing, you know, about growing up having, you know, slathering that Vaseline on your ears to get a perm and. Mm-hmm getting burnt and getting your hair pressed and just for it to like be sweat out by doing normal children activities and dealing with like oh, I can't go to school with my edges sweated out like this so let me let me touch this up real quick before I leave and get on the bus like it's too much it's too much um so when I went to college I ended up yeah I think that was right away I ended up big chopping but I was still getting relaxers. I think we might've talked about this on the show. Um, and then eventually I decided to go fully natural and like do some experimenting with colors and things like that, which I'm happy I did, you know, in my early twenties. Um, and I was going with the like low top fade situation, curly hair for maybe four or five years and finally decided to lock it up. Um, like toward the middle of or end of 2020 and um yeah I've been happy with it it definitely will make you uh choose self-love because talk about that there was no hair it wasn't no hair salons open my sister did my original two-strand twist but I had nobody to go to to maintain my hair like and I didn't want to touch it anyway for like the first eight weeks so I really you know had to get up and get on my zoom work meetings and be like this is me. This is who I am. And this is what I have to offer today Period. with that one lockdown was like, <laughs> this, this isn't is real. This like is this. me. Okay. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Well, yeah, you know, I got a little, a little something going on, a little hang time. So okay. I get compliments. People ask me how long my hair has been locked now. So okay. you do your own retwist. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes that means sometimes. So, like you reach, I definitely had, um, I interviewed for a job with like, where it's like the little fro right here. And I walked in just like that and was like, I mean, y'all gonna take me as I am. You ain't gonna take me at all. Like, that, I love no that. On, I'm not putting no headband on. I'm not ponytailing it because I can't touch it. It's in this first months. I'm not gonna mess my hair up for y'all for this job that I may not even get. Like, that it was literally a fro right here between here and that little coil. It was a mess. Maybe I look like that on interviews now. People be like, what you going to do with your hair for this interview? I'm this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fix the part. Yeah. Like, maybe do a ponytail. <laughs> this is what you I in that first like. month. You can't touch it. You literally should. You shouldn't touch it in that first month. Yeah. So and it's like we spent so much time trying to figure out how to get our hair to not react the way that it's supposed to react to shit. When really we need to be flipping it and changing this expectation that my shit is going to be. You know, I'm finna pull my hairline back to the middle of my scalp so that I can have this shit looking crispy for y'all. When really, I prefer when my parts get a little, you know, when they not so clean. 
and they get a little growth to them. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, yeah, I, I same. I like after I get a retwist, I'm always like, I look small head. And then <laughs> I literally say it every single time. And I look small, my head look little and locks tight. But then I love the, you know, as it grows and you know, the the rough look or like the not even rough, just like you the lock look. The I I do this shit, you feel me? Um and I think so like my hair journey is a bit so I think I'm the only one who haven't had a big chop uh in this whole group. Um I do want to do a big chop. Um but not now cuz you know I'm very into my locks, very loving them right now. Um I think so when I was a, when I was a kid had the natural and then I think I was the one who kind of nope I got a texturizer. Started with a texturizer. And then uh, like, okay, you know, loosen up the curls a bit. And then I'm getting distracted. And then, um, (laughs) sorry, sorry, sorry. And then, uh, so like, you know, it could help my mom manage it a bit. I I did the twist. I always did two strand twist. Didn't really know what it was called, but we just called it twist. And I love the twist. People were like, are you dreading your hair? Are you locking your hair? And I'm like, no, they're just twists because my mom wore the twist. And then um, I think that was like middle school, I had the twist. And then I would do this like Nicki Minaj hair juku thing where I would have the bang straight and then the fro in the back. Oh, bangs. Not the bangs. Not the bangs. Yeah, I was in there banging it up with the like poof because I love big hair as a kid. like high school, middle school, I love just having volume. And I, I definitely had those moments where my hair wasn't done and I was like, I can't go to school like this. And I literally was so defiant that day where I stood up to my mom and I was like, I'm not going. And I didn't go, I didn't go. I was like, they're gonna tease me. Like I can't go like this. <laughs> and then let's say college. They're gonna fry your ass up with a quick fifty the minute you walk in the door. Okay. I know. Yes, they will. Like I'll be walking down this the hall and they'll be like, "Damn, girl!" And I'm like, oh, "You don't get your uh, you don't get your fridge dug face up." So Albert Einstein. Honestly, kids are mean. And so then, yeah, college came. I was natural. I was natural for the most part. I did get a perm in high school or middle school. I don't remember. Middle school, I did get a perm. But then it grew out because it just happened that way. And I was getting flat iron. So then I'm I'm everywhere. But anyway, here we go to college. What did I do in college? College, I had sew-ins. College, was rocking that crochet, baby. That crochet, that, y'all. That big chokehold on you. I literally chokehold. And I said, nobody had seen my hair in college. Like, I really kept it under all the time. And, like, I look back at old pictures. I was like, wow, nobody has ever seen. And I think, Marina, you were the one who was like, Tasia, I've never seen your real hair. Mm-hmm. And just even, like, to think about, like, that, right? Like, wow, I was really... I did not like touching my hair. And I love just protective styles. I like the get up and go thing. Correct. Um, and then I also just liked, I like being creative. I liked figuring out how to do the crochets. And I was like, this is like an art project to make me look pretty. And then I got really overboard with it because my hair was big as hell, y'all. I would go back to those pictures and I was like, damn. 
I've been there. When you put like another bundle in, when you should have stopped a bundle. Ooh, of- you should you should have stopped a pack up. and a half ago. And now you got big ass hair. Because you didn't spread it out enough. Exactly. Well, I'd say I was so close. close. Yes. Like, I'm going to get it really full. And now your head 10 pounds. <laughs> 10 fucking pounds. Ooh, and so class I next kinda, Yeah. I think everybody kind of saw my hair when, um, you know, I was doing my thing with my sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the real natural came out. Shout out to Spring 15. Hey. Um, and uh, yeah, I kind of went back to the crochets wigs still did not like touching my hair did not like my i didn't really like my hair to be quite honest because it was so i felt like it was thin it but it was soft like people like oh my gosh your hair so soft and i'm like no it's not no it's not even your locks are soft correct and i'm still like no it's not and i'm like okay i guess because then i'll touch you know other people i'm like okay anyway and then what happened still all over the place y'all bear with me college that's okay that's literally representative of our journeys yeah literally it's just like and then wearing wigs i did press my hair for the job interview i was that girl um and then the next day had a big ass crochet under the machines in the press room trying to (laughs) hello everyone i'm a negro (laughs) thanks for hiring me thanks Bro, my friend did that too. She had on the wig, the straight wig, and the next day she had her curly orange hair. The brass. And it was like, hey. I'm black. <laughs> um, and then come 2020 of March. This was prior to the pandemic. Literally a two weeks before the pandemic hit. And I was like, I'm today's the day I'm gonna lock my hair. I locked my hair. And I still wore a wig. Cause I did not like the small head look that it gave me. Same, same. Um, same. yeah, I didn't. The uh, you know the weird phase. I don't like calling it ugly phase, but you know the ugly no, phase. It's ugly. It is. I was like, I'm gonna slap this wig on, and I wore the wig until the pandemic kind of helped me like just live in my hair because I wasn't out and about. So I got to experience the ugly face in the, you know the comfort of my home and not having to, oh my God, how do I tuck this around and tie this scarf and I know, right? That hair stress be real, boy. Yeah, my but I loved it. I loved the the beginning of the lock stage because I didn't get a retwist and I was just like, these are cool as hell, especially when they started to bud and then you started to see them and I was like, Oh wow! This is nice. By the way, Brina and I had the lock. same lock date. Yes, we have the same lock lock, lock anniversary. Um, a couple years apart or a year apart. I yeah, think. but same lock anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I've been locked ever since, and I'm loving it. I really am. Um, I love that I can touch my hair. Locked and loving it. Yeah, I love it. I really do. I love this look that I have. You know, figuring it out, loving the journey. Being able to touch and wash my hair, y'all, is so cool to me. Like, you know, I feel like growing up, it was always like, put the shower cap on or like, you can't get it wet. You're going to mess up the perm. You're going to mess up the texturizer. You're going to mess up the new fresh braids. And go swimming. Yeah. Or like, wrap your hair up. And I'll just be like, free. So yeah, that's kind of my hair journey, you know? 
loving locks. Let me go. Let me go back to what Courtney was saying about this whole gender shit. Let me tell y'all. So, I was at Marquette and I was at the little nacho place. I don't remember what it's called. In the in the in the they don't know what nothing called no more. Annex. No, not that. The other one. AMU. 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 Jesus Lord, it's been a while. I was in AMU at the little nacho place, and the lady was like, I walked up to the counter and she was like, "What do you want, sir?" Um, I'm a ma'am. I was like, um, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> like, I think there's there's also something to be said about how we gender hair. So, like, if they see you walking around with a fro, it's like, is that a, what is that? Is that a girl or a boy or a, a they? Like, what are, what are they? One how do they like, identify? This lady was like, don't let this young man pass us. <laughs> I'm a woman. Thank you. I, I don't, I mean, at, honestly... <laughs> I just left it. It's no seriously. I think sometimes when I talk, said something, and then they were like, "Oh, oh, oh." Yeah, yeah. It's too sometimes. Late. It's okay. Sometimes I just don't like, and that just goes to show, like, y'all got to stop gendering. Like, mm-hmm. please stop assuming gender. Okay, ma'am, sir, you being polite, but boss, but not y'all know y'all know sometimes. Yeah, now you hurt my I'll be like, I'll be uh, in my baby daddy phase, and I need a retwist. Hey, all the time. time. And I take pride in that. Okay. Somebody boyfriend. We do both around. (laughs) You get more than more than one girlfriend, okay? You get your girlfriend and a boyfriend. Okay. You feeling spicy? Come this way. Come this way, Poppy. Just kidding. But yeah, I think there's a it's very something interesting to be said about how people gender your hair and how important it is. Like people make it such a big deal, and I just really just don't want to give a damn no more. Mm Mm-mm. But we're here until we don't want to be no here no more. So I actually wanted to quickly talk about what Tasha said about kids being mean, because when I think about the very like beginnings of my quote unquote hair journey, it started in middle school. Y'all, I had a lot of hair growing up and I would be very embarrassed if these photos were on the Internet. Maybe not so much now, but like. Maybe two years ago, I might've been super embarrassed, but I had a huge fro, like literally like out to here. I was looking like Frederick Douglass and my mama thought it was just so cute. Um, and that's how I went to school. She would pick out my fro. Um, if it's I couldn't, so cute. So, so cute. So if cute. I couldn't get my hair pressed by my grandmother, um, she would be picking out my fro and like, or, and I hated it. Um, and like these girls, and I recently saw them on Facebook. But, but these girls used to tease me all the time and be like, why your hair so nappy? Why you got a perm? Because like all the black girls, I went to a predominantly white school. Uh, so all the black girls had had perms. I was the only black girl that didn't. Um, so I was a young little black girl in middle school with titties and a big ass fro. You couldn't miss me. And I was really embarrassed. And so like I would literally go home and cry and beg my mama to get a perm. And she would be like, no, you're not getting a perm. So mm-hmm. then finally, after a, she, she felt sorry for me or something, um and she said fine you can get a perm when you go to high school as a freshman in high school but you have to learn how to take care of your hair so let me tell you I was learning everything that I could every book I could check out every video I could watch every person I could interview I was a journalist bitch I said how do I take care of hair because I'm getting a perm I'm going to stun on these hoes when I get to high school um and I just think that that's just so funny how like these two two or three young ladies who like really teased me bad like made me feel bad about myself and my hair and like 
And I recently, and I don't know, you know how Facebook be in your business be like, these are people you might know. And they came up on my Facebook and I was like, no. Um, and they, they both have locks now. Interesting. <laughs> um, or no, one of them has locks and the other one has a, has a fro, but they both are like very, like their page is very like, it's screaming Indie Ivory. It's screaming like, you know, that aesthetic where it's like, yeah, I wear shells in my hair. And like, it's very Healer. like, uh, what's the word? Neo soul. Like, yeah, it's screaming that. And I just think that that's very funny um, because that's not who you hoes were. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. But it really, um, it really did something to me. I was like, damn, like, it's funny how it just made me think about like my journey with my whole again my whole body about like how there were small comments that people may not have thought like would affect me that really affected how I dressed how what I ate how I wore my hair mm-hmm. um and kids are cruel kids are so <laughs> cruel because even when I had my hair permed y'all I'm a sweater I've always been a sweater and like I especially sweat in my head so of Dang. course that shit didn't last long so that's when the girl got got hip to weave because I said something got to give and I started wearing you know Puffing the braids quick the half wigs the tracks and again, my dad hated that shit. My dad hated that my mom let me do that. Um, and I thought it was kind of a cool way of expressing myself. But I also was like, it's a cool way for me to like fit in. Um, and my dad was like, why you always got to wear a weave? Like you can't wear your Same. Like My dad too, y'all. Nigga, you bald. <laughs> so for the daddies that may be listening or the future daddies, here's what I'm going to need you to support your baby. Talk to him. Talk to support him. your baby. But also like we see those videos like, well, help the mama comb the goddamn hair then. You don't want the baby out here with the weaves or out here with the perms. Help the mother. It is not her only responsibility. And y'all niggas be growing out your hair too, so you know how to do hair. Because no, nobody just know how to do hair. We had to learn too. But here's my thing. Like, my question is like, what what is the attachment um, for the for some of the men's out there? Like, what is the attachment to like, wanting your daughter or young niece or young cousin to have natural hair because those are not the bitches that you're choosing i can guess that it's it's about like of of course there's this you choose this but you want your daughter to have this right like you choose women who are prim proper hair straight that's weird behavior but you want your daughter i think for some reason is different to love themselves and sometimes they associate like getting weave or relaxer with not loving yourself i also think i think part of it too is like you think your daughter is grown if she got flat iron Mm -hmm. straight hair right we have that connotation autonomous at least in the black community where like if she's wearing something that looks short she's grown if she's wearing heels that are wedges she's like anything we're quick to sexualize that's the word right whatever but like doing anything and she's grown and like having those styles, having a weave in middle school, high school, like that's grown. Getting your nails done, that's grown because I've heard that. And so I think that's part of it too, but it's like, okay, but would you let your son get away with whatever? I don't know it's just because I mean my dad is still one of those people my little sister is a very uh she loves the ghetto girl aesthetic she gives very much Nunu from ATL um and I love that for her she's super cute and I love that that's her aesthetic and her style and my dad hates that he really does like she really is a hot girl and I mean and she's 17 like so she her baby hairs are slicked down she the weave the edges are laid the the wigs are slayed her nails are super fucking long she love her little crop tops and like my dad really hates that. And I just be like, so, and I remember there was a big blowout uh, this summer 
because she really wanted she was like prepping for her birthday which is in october she was prepping for her birthday and she was talking about how she really wanted this fucking long ass wig like it was it was actually really cute i think it was like pink or some shit i don't remember it was like a crazy color and it was super super long like all the way to her booty and my parents were basically like so it's gonna be a no and i was like it's her birthday and she's 17 like what is the big deal and it was and it turned into a whole argument about like how the way she dresses and wants to wear her hair and basically like we're not raising no hoe and i was like so it makes her a hoe because you want to wear a crop top and wear a wig yeah that seems strange the hoes who wear uh turtlenecks just wait be the hoes at church wearing the kitten heels and the suits like I just I don't understand I don't understand and then it was like well you don't want to attract that kind of attention and I'm like what kind of attention because she's 17 and a grown man wants to be in her face that seems like a him problem yeah Um, not a her problem anyway and also yeah she would get that anyway if she's wearing a turtleneck and some fucking a Jehovah Witness skirt like I just don't I don't know 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 and I know it's a complicated topic I guess but it just it just seems like weird behavior to me like you want to control everything about me, including my hair, and 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 assuming that that means something about me, like safety, or thinking that would make safety. me safe. Yeah, and like nothing, nothing is promised, including safety. So I don't know. I think they just they're just doing the best of what they were they were taught. Some of them are doing the best of what they were taught was important, like being professional, assimilating to a certain culture, or making sure you keep yourself up, and like. We just are completely undoing, unlearning, and ungiving a fuck about that, you know? So it's really hard for them to understand, especially when it comes to things like how you dress. Like, just because I wear a crop top doesn't mean that I'm wanting attention or that, like, I'm trying to draw negative attention to myself. Like, this is just what makes me feel good. Or I don't love myself. Right, or that I don't love myself because I got lashes and a weave on. Like, is that the case for some people? Sure, but that doesn't automatically mean that. And I think that they're unlearning if they want to through us and how we behave especially Gen Z, okay because <clears throat> they don't give a hickety hoot they don't they don't they're learning they're unlearning slowly but surely that things are just very different right now and the way that those things used to matter don't anymore so i think if you think about it too like historically a lot of this prim and proper was about like i said assimilating to culture but also like appearing professional so you can get opportunities and doing all these things but like now that there's youtube and i can do whatever i want to do and vlog like the rules have changed the rules have completely changed in terms of building a career or what makes you look professional or proper like it's way different it's way different now so i think they're dealing with trying to adjust to that as well and just trying to keep their kids safe as best as they know how i guess Mm -hmm. i suppose Mm-hmm. Learning and growing. Period. Either way, y'all gotta take care of y'all hair. It's the only hair y'all get. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Okay, them edges be work to grow back. You hear me? Mm. Work. Please leave y'all edges alone. Looking at this side over here, a little, a little nervous. A little nervous, Lord. I got ease up on the retwist. Right. Eight <laughs> weeks this time. Okay. <clears throat> I'm life hacking this shit this time though. It's going straight into a style. <clears throat> What's going straight into a style? When I get my retwist, we're not leaving that down no more. Why? Yeah, I don't know why you ever keep it. Because they be so tight. I can't keep them. Oh. But like this one, after like day two, I just pulled the ones that was too tight. And I try to tell her why she's doing it. Uh uh uh. Let that go. Also, Loosen if you that. spray your hair with a little bit of oil, it helps. 
before or after? After. Okay. We'll see. That be making my scalp itch sometimes. Use the H1. <laughs> I use the H1. Okay. <laughs> well, does anybody have a, any last comments on the hair journey that they want to get out into the universe? Share with the listeners? Okay, 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 okay. Well, I am not my it's time to affirm ourselves. I am not, my not you giving us a little performance. I am not my <laughs> is that is that what you want to leave the people with? I am a soul that lives. He was really on bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was she? Is that what we want to talk about real quick? We're trying, we trying to affirm out? the people. No, no, we, we want to affirm the people. Y'all ready to go home? I'm ready to go home. Not y'all ready to go home. You was sleeping. I'm, I'm at home and I'm ready to go home. If you don't, oh, if you also, don't listen affirm. to hours and hours. <laughs> what? Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Hours. I could do it for hours. We got to post, we gotta post that video of the little boy singing it. Yes. Can I sing to you? Can I say? Ooh, this is my friend. It's getting good right here. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody with a bay. And for those of you like I and Marina. Okay. Without one. You don't need one. Suffer. I'm just joking. It's Love a- yourself. You don't need you don't need nobody. Period. Material girl. I'm gonna have a great time. <clears throat> Love that for you kids. Sing. I'm don't get that rose. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, link below, link below, link to the Patreon. <laughs> if you need a for demonstration more, for more after dark discussions, link. To the Patreon. If, you need a, if you need a demonstration, apply to our OnlyFans. Okay, follow us on Patreon. Mayo. <laughs> All right, y'all. So the affirmation this week is about confidence in your decisions, which is so funny because we're talking about hair. Mm. So this week it says, appreciate and nurture the healthy bonds that you have. Know when to detach and stand on your own and take pride in yourself and what you do. Have confidence in your decisions. Mm. Yes. And so it is. It is loud. You know, they spirit be in the business every week. We don't come to play. We come to snatch the edges that you have. I needed this. Let me just tell y'all, I needed this. We're going to go home, but I needed this because I be relying on angel numbers a lot. When I be uncertain, I be looking for me a little 1010, you know what I'm saying? And this is be telling me, girl, you don't need that. Stop looking at the clock. Oh, stop looking at the clock. Wow. Stop looking at the clock. That's good. Me too. Should I? I don't know. Can I? Oh, okay. Cool. We good. Where's the number? Where's the number? I need a 1010. I need a 1010. Mine is 18. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need a number. Okay, I'm so sorry. done with y'all. All right. Well, love you all. We love you listeners. Uh, thank you for coming to another week of shenanigans. Can't wait to talk to y'all uh, in two weeks because we drop bi-weekly for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Um, so don't, don't yell at us, baby. We are regrouping, recouping, and recording. Mm-hmm. bi-weekly baby bi-weekly we will never be weekly we will never do it mm-hmm. share, <laughs> share our things okay if you love us we're at llc now you know we're at llc now we if you paid us don't listen to her or because if we had an editor 
we would go weekly baby yeah for money and if we hired an editor so basically anybody want to volunteer no anybody looking to to hone your editing skills to to add to your resume oh my gosh can we have interns i mean yeah we'll talk about that later anyway okay love you guys don't forget to follow us uh, like and subscribe Follow us on all the things on YouTube, on Instagram, on, on the TikTok, because we're on the TikTok. At YouTube. At What Is My Life Pod. Thank you, guys. Love you, bye. Thank you for listening to this week's What Is My Life podcast. You can listen to us bi-weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Follow us on Instagram at What Is My Life Pod or email us at wiml.thepodcast at gmail.com.